Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm graduating very, very soon now from the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism here at Arizona State University. I'm going to be in need of a job, so please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, uh, I want to do uh, something that's similar to what we did on Wednesday's pod. I gave some stats that I found were interesting uh, from ArizonaSports.com from an article they wrote. Just some interesting stats from the team in 2019. So I want to do something similar today. I want to look at some stats from 2019 that the team, I think, needs to improve on if they want to become true playoff contenders in 2020. But first, if your company is interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast Locked on Diamondbacks to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rate to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now let's jump right into it. So I'm going to break down first the the offensive side, the lineup, what they need to work on. Then I'll move to pitching and what they need to move on, uh, what they need to work on. All right, so first, let's start with the lineup. And the first stat that I want to talk about is a number that I brought up on Wednesday, 252. That That is the collective batting average of the Arizona Diamondbacks. They were eighth in the National League in terms of batting average. So they were just middle of the pack. And we look at the teams behind them. You have the Marlins. You have the Giants. You have the Padres. You have the Brewers. You have the Phillies. So you had uh, not a lot of great teams. And the D-backs are a playoff contending team in 2020. They're on the fridge. They're right there with any of the wild card teams. But they really want to take that next leap and be more than just a wild-card team getting bounced in their first game of the playoffs, maybe the first round in that NLDS, and they really need to step up their overall team batting average. They don't hit, they don't put enough balls in play, they don't get enough contact to really help the team out with that. They, they, they just need to get more guys on base with by putting the ball in play. They need to get... More hits, because we can get more hits, it leads to more runs, of course. And then more runs, we're going to lead to more wins. And that's what we want to see the Dimebacks do. We want to see more wins. Uh, Cattell Marte, he batted, you know, uh, 329 last year. But outside of him, there wasn't too many guys on the Dimebacks team that, you know, could even uh, approach that batting average that Cattell Marte had. You did have a Starling Marte, you know, he's a 295 guy. He could hit you 300, but outside outside the Marte Parte, you're not getting too much out of uh, your guys in terms of batting average. I mean, David Peralta, he batted 275 in only 99 games. Eduardo Escobar, 269. Quetel uh, Marte was the only guy to, you know, crack 300 from all the guys who are returning from last year and even the new additions. So if we could get a couple more guys to bat 290 to 305, I think it'll really help the team a lot. 
uh, in terms of creating more runs scored. Now, the next number I want to look at is OBP because the Diamondbacks only finished middle of the pack as well when it came to uh, on-base percentage. This wasn't something that was their strong suit either, and I think this is another area that, you know, you just need to be good at if you're a team, if you want to win ball games. because, yeah, if you're not going to have a high batting average, at least you want to be a team that gets on base a lot by drawing walks and things of that nature, just being smart at the plate. Sometimes you have guys being too aggressive, you know, chasing first pitches. Uh, they get out of the inning pretty early. Sometimes they leave guys on base just because of, you know, they, they're they being overly aggressive. And sometimes you just have to wait and sit back on your pitches. You, you need to just uh, not be overly aggressive because it could put you in less in disadvantaged situations. You know, you could give the, the pitcher too much power because they know the style you're playing and they know they just need to attack you to get you out. And sometimes just waiting back on that perfect pitch and waiting for your pitch, you know, in your area, in your strike zone, in your hot spots is what you need to do as a player and as a team. And so I hope uh, the Diamondbacks really increase their batting average in 2019 because it's just one of those areas that I think is just crucial. I mean, we saw if you ever watched Moneyball, you know, their biggest philosophy was all about OBP, and that's something uh, I don't think enough teams really care about nowadays. They care too much about the long ball. That's why so many teams are striking out. The D-backs finished 10th in the National League in OBP, only a 323 OBP collectively as a team. So I think if they could get to the top five National League in that, they'll just be really good for creating runs for the team and just put them in more advantageous situations. Now, the last number that I want to look at for the D-backs is something I just clowned on, and it's 220. That's how many home runs the D-backs hit as a team, which was ninth in the National League. So they were middle of the pack in average. They were middle of the pack in OBP, and they were also middle of the pack in home runs. So if you're not hitting for a high average, if you're not getting on base at a high clip, and if you're not even setting yourself up with a a stroke of the bat to bring yourself in the ballgame, then you're just going to struggle offensively as a team. You need to be good or very good, you know, above average in at least two of those three categories, I believe, to be a real playoff contender. And they were just average in all three of them. So if they could get their home runs as a team up, I think it will definitely help them uh, lead to more wins in 2020. And they've added some good pieces to help with that. Starling Marte is a 25 home run guy. You got Cole Calhoun, 30 home run potential. Uh, David Peralta, full season, maybe he could get back to that 30 home run campaign. Maybe Jake Lamb as a platoon does a little bit more. And then if you have Christian Walker, hopefully he stays on the same trajectory. Maybe Carson Kelly hits a few more bombs. So I think they have enough guys to move themselves top five, maybe top four, maybe top three in the NL in terms of home runs if everything moves uh, according to plan. So I think home runs, batting average, and OBP are the three biggest. I think those are three critical pieces that you look at uh for team success you know they they go right those are the most critical pieces in terms of 
creating runs for your teams. I think those are three areas that the D-backs are just averaging. I mean, if you look at strikeouts as a team, the D-backs are fourth best in the National League in terms of not striking out. So that's something they're they're good at. They are patient at the plate. They just need to make sure they're taking advantage of when they get in those advantage, advantageous situations, you know, 3-1 counts, 3-2 counts, 3-0 counts, making sure they're waiting for their right pitches because they're not striking out a lot. They're just not hitting the ball enough for a high average and they're not just and they're not getting on base enough and then they're and since they're not doing neither of those at a high clip they're also not hitting home runs at a high clip either so it all goes hand in hand as to why you know they're also just middle I mean they're better in terms of runs scored as a team they're six in the NL but if you increase those average if you increase that average OBP and home runs then the Diamondbacks could definitely be top three or top two in the National League in runs scored. And, of course, runs scored, more of that leads to more wins. Very shortly, I'll be right back with more of this conversation and we'll get into some numbers with the pitchers uh, of the D-backs and what they need to do in 2020. They want to be a true playoff contender. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that the Locked On Diamondbacks is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Diamondback fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. And not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Diamondback fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. Let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success once again. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back. Back to some numbers for the Arizona Diamondbacks from 2019. And let's look at the pitching now. What numbers they need to improve on in the pitching department if they want to get back to that elite status and be a true playoff contender. Now, the first number I want to look at is ERA. And the D-backs have 4-2-5 ERA the last year as a team that's starting in bullpen. And I think that's just pitching is just so important in baseball. The Dodgers were number one. In the National League in pitching, a 3-3-7 year range goes to the show why they're always such a, a dominant team every year, at least in the regular season. Of course, they always blow it in the playoffs, but the D-backs are a team that needs to improve in that area. If you look back at 2017, they were one of the best teams in all of baseball in terms of team year, right? Because that starting pitching rotation was just so nasty with their ERA. It was very low, and the D-backs right now, they just have a lot of guys 
who you just don't know what they're going to give you. A lot of young guys and a Luke Weaver, Alex Young, Zach Gallen, who they have the potential to be number two, number three starters. But will they fulfill that potential in 2020? Then you have some veterans like a Mike Leake, a, a Merrill Kelly, uh, even a Robbie Ray. He's not exactly a veteran, but he's been on team for a few seasons now. And all those guys have been pretty up and down, too. They've pretty much been above four the last couple of seasons in terms of ERA. And Madison Bumgarner, he's going to be the ace, but he's coming off the worst season of his career uh, over the age of 30 now. So the D-backs, they have the potential to be a good team in terms of ERA and pitching, but will they in 2020? That's a big question. We just don't know that for sure. Their pitching staff has a lot of uncertainty, and then if you look at their bullpen and stuff, Who's going to be the closer? It's probably going to be Archie Bradley, but he had a couple months last season where he struggled. Can he get back to that 2017 form like a Robbie Ray? That Those are two big questions. If those guys could get back to peak form, then it, it really just puts a different perspective on this D-backs pitching staff and who else is going to step up to the plate out the bullpen? I like a Yoan Lopez. I'm all over Kevin Ginkle this year, so I think those are, could be some really good guys. And... Uh, the bullpen is solid, but they, they added some also nice pieces in Junior Guerrero, who's a solid middle reliever, Hector Rondon. So I think the D-backs will have a very solid bullpen. I think in 2020, it's just really that closer role that gives me some trepidation. But overall, I like their rotation and their bullpen. I just think there's a lot of question marks as to how good they will actually be in 2020. Now, the next stat that I want to look at for the Arizona Diamondbacks is uh, home runs because I think this is a stat that the D-backs were not very good in. They were they gave up the six most home runs in the National League. They gave up 220, so that's their whole team. But if you look at their starting rotation, they had three or four guys who were, you know, top 10, top 15 in terms of giving up home runs. You know, Merrill Kelly gave up a good amount. Madison Bumgarner gave up a good amount. Mike Leak gave up a good amount. So I think the D-backs really just need to limit that those long balls by their pitchers because that could just be so demoralizing for a team. It's really a shot to the heart. Not only are you giving up, you know, one to four runs and just one stroke of the bat, just the emotion of it, it just deflates a stadium. It just, uh, just like I said, a shot to the heart. It just really demoralizes a team. And sometimes it's hard for a team to you know, get back up after giving up a home run. It could just be a whole momentum killer. So I think home runs is just something the D-backs need to work on. They gave up too many, I think, as a pitching staff. And mostly their starting rotation just gave up too much. So I think if they really could get that together, I think that would be a critical factor to how good the D-backs could be in 2020. And then the last stat that I want to look at is opponent batting average. The D-backs had the fifth worst opponent batting average. Teams batted 251 against the, the Dimebacks, which, you know, that sounds like, oh, 251. The D-backs batted 252, so maybe it just average. But no, the D-backs were not good in terms of opponent batting average. The Cardinals were number one in the league. Their OBA was 191. Dodgers were two at 223. So those two teams were pretty good. They were both 190-plus games. And the D-backs just couldn't do it uh in terms of pitching OBA and that's just something I think just really important because you don't want to let teams start teeing off against you because that just gives them the confidence especially when that bullpen comes in 
If your bullpen guys are just giving up home runs, that's just such a momentum killer as well. Teams just start coming in, they see a new bullpen guy, and they just start teeing off. That just could be such a momentum killer for your team. So I think OBA is really important stat. I want to make sure I limit the amount of base runners as much as possible by not giving up hits. And then you also don't want to give up walks as well, of course, but definitely not the hits. I think that's the, the quickest way to get yourself out of a lineup because I think hits give you more confidence than walks do. The walks, I think, gives... I think walks hurt mentally the pitchers more, but I think giving up hits give the batters more confidence. And i rather... See, I, I guess I'd rather have my pitchers have less confidence than the opposing batters have more confidence, if that makes any sense. So I really think the the pitching staff for the D-backs need to work on limiting the amount of home runs they're giving up, limiting the amount of hits they give up, and really working on that ER rate to make sure they, they are not getting outscored in games and making sure they're giving the offense a chance to keep themselves in games, and to keep scoring runs. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. Go tell your Alexa device to play the newest edition of the Locked On Fantasy MLB so you guys can stay up to date with news, rankings, and updates pertaining to fantasy baseball. I hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. And tune back in next week for another week of Diamondback Podcast. Peace!